There's a saying to the effect of you don't just marry a person, you marry a family, and it can take a lot to learn about in-laws and extended relatives. That can be one of the biggest adjustments in a marriage. It certainly was the case in the early days for me before we got married. I remember meeting Dina. She was in East Texas. Her her family, a lot of roots there in East Texas. I went to a family reunion, and I stood out like a sore thumb. I mean, I was like, one of these things is not like the other, and it's me. I was so uncomfortable. She had like dozens and dozens of relatives at this thing. And they all they all drank tea, they all played uh, dominoes, and they all had a language I did not understand in <laughs> D.P. Texas. But they accepted me, and they have affirmed me, and I feel like I'm part of the family. And I'm so grateful that I kind of pressed on through those awkward moments. Well, I'm John Fuller, along with my friends and Focus colleagues, Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley. And this maybe, possibly, might have something uh, to do with issues that you've dealt with, Greg, in your relationship, or so a little bird has told me. Yeah, we, Aaron and I really struggled those first couple years in our marriage, and one of the reasons, not the only, but certainly one of them, I didn't fully understand the importance of Aaron and I having kind of our own time, our own space to really figure out who we were as a couple, and to grow and to learn, and just to be together, become one says right there in the Bible. I probably should <laughs> That's have... That's a good aspiration. Yeah, yeah, and when it says that a man should leave his father and mother, I just did a really bad job of that. Mm. Love my family, now, love your, my Your parents. dad, of course, yeah. Gary Smalley, yeah. very, very famous in the 70s, 80s, 90s, yeah. and, and beyond. Yeah, and we were just, you know, we were very close as a family, and the problem was that, well, when we first got married, like that, that summer, um, my dad was going to speak somewhere in England, and invited us. And what a great opportunity. And Aaron and I are like, this is the coolest thing. We've never been. And how fun. We're married now. We can, you know, be in England together as a couple. And it just was disastrous. And <laughs> and it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't anything that Aaron did. Looking back, I wish that I really would have understood that verse mm. and taken the time to go, yeah, that, what a cool trip. What a neat opportunity. But you know what? For this first six months, this first year... I'm just going to really focus on Aaron and, and figuring out who we were. Because we tried then to figure out some of those things. In the while, midst of an overseas exactly. trip with yeah, your with dad. family. <laughs> yes. And and it, dealing it was family, disastrous. Yeah. Dealing with family yeah. dynamics in the yeah. system yeah. of the Smalley family and two new people, not just me. His sister had also just gotten married. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. all in a... 13 passenger, is it 13 passenger van? <laughs> you drove to England. Okay, well, we're going to come back at the end of the podcast <laughs> and hear more about the incredible overseas journey in a van and about Aaron's reaction, maybe. Um, for now, it let's... <laughs> I broke out in hives. I'm trying to save y'all. Let's go to Melanie Shankle because she tells some funny stories um, about getting along with her husband's family. In fact, let's go ahead and hear that conversation she had with Jim Daly and me. Melanie, I so appreciate your humor and your heart. Um, <laughs> let's touch on the really sticky issue, <laughs> in-laws. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. Uh, talk about your experience with Perry. And I think it was a holiday you guys were coming together and you were just married, right? Yes, we had just been married. In-laws are such a tricky thing. And I think that's <laughs> such a... I have to be careful because my mother-in-law is probably listening. Well, you're talking um, generically yes. or about your friend Sue. Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. And I love my mother-in-law, but it's so hard because you've got two different families that have been two different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and 
and sometimes you're just different. And <laughs> what I had learned, my husband's, um, for the first Thanksgiving I spent with his family, or one of the first, I had been with him a couple of Thanksgivings, but this was after we were married. And I felt his mom does a very traditional Thanksgiving. It is turkey and dressing and green beans and rolls. Sounds good to me. And that's it. <laughs> but I like variety. I came from where everybody brought all these different dishes, and there was green bean casserole, and there was broccoli rice casserole, and there was sweet potato casserole, and I decided I missed the variety. So I took it upon myself that I was going to create a little of that at the next Thanksgiving. And so I called my mother-in-law and asked her if I could bring anything, and she told me no. And I said, well, I would really like to bring broccoli rice casserole because it's my favorite, and I miss it at holidays. And so she's gracious and said that would be great. Well, my husband has a brother that's seven years younger than him. So, and so at the time was, you know, in his twenties. And so I brought this, my broccoli rice casserole and I set it in the middle and his brother, Oh, what is that? And I was like, well, it's broccoli rice casserole. He was like, it smells. What does that smell? And I was like, well, it's, it's got cheese whiz in it. It's cheese whiz. And it was just. Cheese all, whiz? Well, what are you putting cheese was, whiz in there? And have you never had it? With I, I've never had yours. Well, Obviously, we'll have to post the recipe for this on the website. I mean, it's, yeah, there you listen, go. it's everything cheese that you. Cheese whiz. And, and cream of mushroom soup. It's of everything you shouldn't eat. But it makes the broccoli delicious. <laughs> I mean, Obviously, it gives it an odor. It, it yeah. gives it a little. Well, cheese whiz has a little bit of a. I mean, it's it's cheese in a jar with okay, a long shelf so Shut up with this delicious so, traditional I, dish of well, your family. Well, yes, that I was very excited. It was the food of my people. Did, like anybody else, <laughs> did anybody else jump in at this point? No, nobody else. Not, Including even, your husband. Even standing my husband. alone. No, I, was, I was a oh, woman God. alone with my broccoli rice casserole. I said it was as if I had plopped a dead rat in the middle of the table and said, here you go. I hope you all enjoy it. Nobody, so this was Perry's moment to step up, but he didn't. How did that was, make you feel? I know. Well, and I don't know that he didn't step up. I'm trying to remember. I knew he wouldn't necessarily eat it. you remember if he did. I know. I know. <laughs> I, don't, I think it was kind of like a. It was like nobody mentioned it. It was. It was. It was the broccoli rice casserole in the living room. Did I you guess. bring that it next? Was, the next year? Did I you? didn't. I haven't brought it back since. <laughs> now I just make it for myself. I eat it in the privacy of my home, and so, you know, so it is what it is. Food. It is. It's my comfort food. Mm. Nobody appreciated the cheese whiz, but that is so funny. Yeah, it's just a different taste. Hey, uh, you talk in your book about that idea of commitment to your vows, and you know, in this culture today. Um, it's like a corporate slogan now, you know, we care, mm -hmm. or the customers first. We kind of take our marital vows in that same way. Yeah, they sound great, mm -hmm. but we really don't have to live up to them. Um, you're saying no. I mean, there are things in that commitment that are holy, that are sacred. Mm -hmm. When it comes to this idea of through sickness or in mm -hmm. health, mm -hmm. um, how have you had to deal with that in your marriage? I, with marriage, it's just you do say those vows, you know, and it's just part of what you say. And I think everybody can re repeat the marriage vows and we know what they are. But what you're really doing is you're you're taking on that person. I mean, you're the two are becoming one. And if everyone would look at that before you ever get into marriage to realize what a commitment that is and what you're vowing to do. I mean, because you don't know what life is going to throw your way. And mm -hmm. I think that's what Perry and I have seen over our years of marriage is, you know, you say those things, but you don't know what in sickness and in health means until one of you actually gets sick and you've got to take care of them. And, you know, you don't know what it means in, you know, 
for better or for worse. I mean, when that person is kind of unlovable and you don't like them much that day, but that you're going to stay committed anyway. And it's so much beyond just a heart thing. It's got to be a head thing to stay engaged and to remember that you made a commitment before your family and before God and that you're going to honor those vows. Because I think the world tells us that it can be disposable and you can walk away when it's not working. Um, But I think that's such a lie because, you know, having come from divorced home, I mean, you, you realize how so much of that is, Um, divorce may seem like an easy solution, but you're ultimately opening yourself up to just a whole other set of issues and problems and, and things. And it's not always, it's not going to be the easiest solution. I loved what Melanie said about remembering our wedding vows. Now, Greg, um, you and Aaron actually renewed your vows a couple of years ago. Tell us about that and what it was like. Yeah, we did that for our 25th wedding anniversary. It was great because we were actually doing a marriage event in Hawaii, which is where Aaron and I had the opportunity to honeymoon there. So it was just a great timing. We had our our entire family, so our children, our four kids, and then uh, Taylor's husband with us. And it was just a fantastic time to look back, to reminisce, um, to to stand up in front of just our kids. And, and by the way, we did this very like impromptu. Actually, it was kind of like a a, a flash mob wedding renewal, kind of a pop up in the middle Except of the park. Except you had a whole family in Hawaii. Yeah, we just well, we just found a spot that we thought was really cool, and we yeah. just gathered everybody and just went for it. Yeah, including one daughter who was very annoyed that we did that because she thought it should have been more planned. It, and of course, it felt we're both a little pretty, too chaotic. Yeah, yeah. we're both pretty spontaneous people. Or I am, Greg. I don't know what was happening. We were, but it worked. It worked, yeah. and we renewed our vows, and it was precious because our kids participated. Mm. They each had a role and read verses and prayed, and it was just really, really a sweet time. I think that's a wonderful way to model for our children the value that we place on our marriage. Yeah, and, and, and we get a lot of people who ask, like, why should we renew our vows? And, you know, for what Aaron and I did, we were celebrating a milestone, so our 25th, so it could be a 30th or it could be a 50th. So some people do it to celebrate that. Um for some, they, they had maybe no wedding, maybe they eloped, maybe they had a very small wedding based on finances. And we know a lot of couples who said, you know, man, that wasn't kind of what we really wanted. So let's do this differently and let's have kind of this joyful, big celebration with all our friends and family. So some do it for that reason. Um, there are those, and we've been a part of them, who have overcome something, so maybe it was an illness, mm. you know, a, a, a bout with, with cancer and mm-hmm. um, infidelity. You know, something has gone on to where they want to go, let's, let's, let's make this an Ebenezer moment. Let, let's, let's memorialize this. And so for whatever reason, you don't have to have a, you know, some outstanding reason. Just, just do it because you're saying, Man, our marriage matters, our commitment matters, yeah. and we want to model for others that, that this is important to us, and here's why. And I was at a—I missed the 25th, and so I'll have to shoot for the 50th for doing this. Uh, but I was at an event with my wife at which you two spoke, and you had everybody in the room stand up, face each other, get real close, like you were almost like dating close— and and just follow you in saying how much I love and cherish oh, yeah. you. It was really a powerful moment because we don't do that. We let the day-to-day kind of carry us off, and that was a good moment for, for Dean and me. Maybe you don't like your vows. 
rewrite them and then restate them and let this be an opportunity to kind of memorialize it, as Greg said, and move forward. And if you're at a place thinking, well, I took a vow, but I really need help to get to that point where I'd want to repeat my vows again with my spouse, then please know that we have a team of caring Christian counselors here. They're a phone call away, and you can set up a free consultation when you call 800, the letter A in the word family, 800-232-6459. And uh, they can help you, they'll listen, they'll pray, and they'll even refer you to someone in your area for some ongoing counseling. Of course, we'll also recommend the great book by Melanie Shankel. It's a fun read, and you'll enjoy it. It's called The Antelope in the Living Room, and that's available for a gift of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Help us strengthen marriages uh, by donating today, and we'll send that book to you. All the details are in the episode notes. Next time, we'll hear from Deborah Faleta as she discusses how to walk through seasons of conflict as a couple. On behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. I'm John Fuller.